Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still here After all these years After all these tears I shed Welcome back to I'm Still Here. I'm Larry. And I'm Heather. In 1998, at the age of 26, I was diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer. But I'm still here. Good. Whew. And I have a lot of experience with the topic we're talking about today. I even have some experience with this, which is unusual. <laughs> um, we are going to give you our pieces of advice for... Surgery. Yeah. Surgeries. Yes. Yeah. Um, it goes with the territory. You know, not with all uh, cancer treatment, but... A lot of it. A lot, a lot of, of times. It. You know, surgeries are a big part of it. And... You know, sometimes they're, you know, the most, I don't know, uh, drastic uh, of things that, that are difficult. But mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had a lot of surgeries. Um, some of them have been directly related to the cancer. A lot of them have been related to side effects from things. Um, but I feel like I'm a professional. You ever counted them up? No, but uh, I should sometime. Yeah, it's almost every part of your body, too. <laughs> Like from head to toe, yeah. Well, foot for sure. Nothing I get. Oh, head. Yeah. Oh yeah, head. All right. Head. I made hand. <laughs> no foot. I thought you broke your hand. I did, something. but that one healed on its own. Okay. One thing, but I'm missing a rib. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, double mastectomy. Uh, I mean appendix, but that was beforehand. Um, reconstruction. Reconstruction. Mouth surgeries. Multiple ports. Oh, multiple ports. Yeah. I've had I had and, or foot. Multiple foot times. multiple times. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Yeah. And that's not I mean there's we're forgetting thirty of them for that sure. were minor but still a surgery <laughs> oh, a where they put you under yeah. Room, room, I mean, fun time, yeah. For sure. All right, yeah. so we've kind of broken this down into leading up to the surgery, the day of surgery, and post surgery advice. Yep. Okay. So, before, when you know that a surgery is coming, if you have the ability, if it's not something that is like, we need to do this now, um, I would say, look at the timeline. Mm -hmm. Look at what makes the most sense for you. I've had a couple of surgeries kind of right before Thanksgiving, because it allowed me to take just a day or two off, then get that the rest of the week off, and then also knowing that it's kind of quiet like in my job in the weeks after that so that I could kind of just slide right into then like a Christmas break or something like that sure so um people I mean I think it, and everybody you know if you're working you have a busy time a slow time of meeting right know. right and mm -hmm. I get it sometimes you don't want to take your slow time to you know mm -hmm. and that's fine too but just think about what works good for you and um and if possible make it happen that way right? so many of your surgeries that you didn't have a say in yeah i mean especially in the beginning it was like we're doing this and we got to do this and boom and it was done and mm -hmm. there was none of that planning but then many of them after you, yeah. you did have yeah. somewhat of a say my in, last reconstruction yeah. that i did i mean i had we had a plan for months yeah in advance and partly that was both of our schedules the surgeons and mine so mm -hmm. so yeah um so yeah plan and then um, know what's, what the procedure. So you want to talk about this one? Yeah. Um, I, obviously it, it's best to hear it from the horse's mouth. So those questions that you have 
literally anything about it. How long it takes for the surgery. What am I going to feel like right after? What am I going to feel like a couple days later? What what can I do? What can't I do? What all yeah. of these? Ideally, you'd like to hear that from the surgeon or the nurse or the nurse practitioner or PA, whoever is is giving that. But so many times we don't even know what to ask. Um, so I think it's a it's a good idea to go in with questions prepared. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you can just and this is something that is okay to Google. Um, you can Google the surgery, and and they have a pretty good. Um, snapshot on pretty much every surgery of what to expect. Well, you might read something on there and go, wait, what? Or is that true? That's a great question to bring in there. They're going to cover the basics with you. But mm-hmm. uh, beyond that, I, I think be prepared for and have those questions ready. Yeah. Along with that, um, when you're in there, they usually do print off something <laughs> or they, Excuse me. bless you, yeah. um, they will put instructions in, in your portal of you know, things to do kind of to prepare and day of and things like that, read those. I mean, some of them are pretty, and it's not, (laughs) I have, I will say I have waited too long on those sometimes where they'll be like, wash with antibacterial soap, you know, and I'm like, oh crud, and I'm out running out to get that soap or whatever. So, you know, when you just look over that kind of stuff so that you know how to prepare uh, leading up to the surgery. I always think about what I'm going to wear. Well, that stuff that's not in the brochure a lot of times is, what do you wear? You yeah. Know, something like that isn't going to be covered in yep. there. Um, but think it through. Yeah. Like, you know, what about what you wear? Well, for me, I mean, comfort is key. Also, when you're sore, you don't want a lot of closures necessarily. But I will say that, like, if I... I've had a lot of surgeries around my chest and things like that. And sometimes it's a lot easier to put something on that buttons up versus thinking about having to lift my arms through something. So Yeah, it's easy to take things off before the surgery. Yes, it's Tough harder to put, to put them back on. And this it's, would apply if it's a knee or if sure. it's a knee. You know, just yep. be smart about how you're getting it back on and... Can you put that back on? Yes, exactly. What are you left with after the surgery and casts and boots yeah. and splints? and they, All yep. of these things, ask those questions about, you know, what specifically. Because if you're in that office and they're right there, they'll they'll give you great advice on that. They've yeah. done this so many times. Exactly. Exactly. But they're not going to, honestly, they probably aren't going to think to tell you to do that. Right. Um, yeah, so a lot of times what you're going to wear, definitely showering, Um we were talking about food and nutrition. You know, I mean, it's good to to be eating as healthfully as possible leading up to it. Uh, meds that you get and pain meds can really uh, impact kind of your constipation, that kind of stuff. So, you know, do yourself a favor and just be eating healthily before that. The other thing that I think is huge that people don't think about is hydration because, of course, you're going to have to stop drinking you know, water or whatever uh, the night before, but hydrate the days before that. Like putting an IV in is so much easier when you're hydrated. So drink water coming up into that surgery. Very important. It just really, I mean, a lot of times the worst part of the whole thing is the IV stick for people, you know, when they're prepping. Uh, 
So, yes, yes sure. right? So you can help yourself out by being hydrated. And um, so many times, whatever surgery it is, is going to, you know, put us on the couch for a little while or in bed for a little while or for a long while. Yeah. Take advantage of not being there and get out and walk. Or yes. if you can run or ride yeah. a bike or fitness, it's going to stop for a little bit. And that all of my surgeries have were, were usually joints that I've mistreated. So I really, leading up to it, I wanted to go hard for me. You always want to be as healthy as you can going into something. So yeah, I would, yeah. Um, from a work standpoint, just take care of the things you can take care of. Uh, you know, let people know that you're going to be off and that you really don't want to be bothered. You know, I mean, which goes back to good questions for them. Not only how long am I going to be on the couch, but how long should I be off work? And now if you know that leading up to it and you have, Mm -hmm a week or two before the surgery to plan that stuff. Yeah. It can be a little better. I mean, yeah, I agree. I think, I think this is also a place where you, it's okay to have some boundaries and to be, um, good to yourself and take the time to rest and recover and without the, you know, draw of work, you know, telling you whatever, asking you for things, the downside to this, you know, cycle of, constant internet and phones is that everybody feels like they can always get a hold of somebody and i think it's okay to um you know observe those (laughs) boundaries for yourself excuse me i do too it i think it depends on you um for me i wanted to get back to work the next day like i was good doing zooms or doing you know we didn't have zooms all the time but making phone calls and doing that that's that made i gave me something to do Versus just sitting on the couch. That, yeah. But everybody's different. I get it. I agree. And also, you, um, <clears throat> excuse me, being on your phone the next day was... We'll cover that later. <laughs> so get things that you can uh, taken care of. Get them taken care of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, clear the time off, all that kind of things. Here's another thing. Uh, have the things you need for coming home. Things like we always have Advil and Tylenol. Like, we will buy that stuff ahead of time. We, you know, think about food that might be easy to grab or, you know. Easy on the stomach. Easy on the stomach, exactly. Um, Not a lot of prep to it. Maybe pre-prep some foods that you know. Yes. Some, you know. Most of the time when we've had surgery, when we're, we'll talk about post-surgery later. But, you know, you're usually alone. A lot of people are because everybody else is at work. Right. So, Think about those, what can you make it easier for you there? Yeah, so that's the next thing that we said, too, was have a plan for the days following surgery. Like, who do you need? Like, can you be home alone all day, and is that not a problem? We have two big dogs. Like, can there's been times that I couldn't even get up to let them out Mm -hmm. necessarily. So, like, can people, somebody need to let the dogs out, or can somebody come and make lunch, or whatever that looks like. Or I mean, can you get off out of bed or off the couch to go to the bathroom? Right. What's the plan if you can't? I mean, just all of that, if it's planned, it it usually goes pretty well Mm -hmm. for most people. Yeah. Instead of the emergency, oh, shit, what am I going to do? Yeah, exactly. Or 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 ending up trying to do things that then, you know, put you in a precarious situation. So Mm -hmm. the other thing um, I said was a lazy boy. I feel like the Mm -hmm. lazy boy. (laughs) It's adjustable. Oh my gosh, it's gotten me through so right. many. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, 
And some people I know hate them or whatever. Think well, we're being ugly, so but... vague in what the surgery is. It really does matter. What sure. are you having surgery on and what is going to be the side effect of that, depending on that kind of stuff. It, yeah. I mean, have something to do. Yeah. At least, I mean, do you do you have, is there going to be a TV? Can you watch that TV? Is there enough on there? Do you, do you like reading books? Get do you a stack want to crochet? of them. Do you yep. want to? Do you want to just listen to music? Do you have a way to do that? Yeah. Uh, have your chargers by you. Just yes. all of that Set stuff. If you can plan it, you. Yeah. man, you're just going to come home and that is your spot. And we usually do that with the lazy boy. It's just yeah. like that becomes your spot. And yeah. Boom. Good. All right. So day of. Game day. Game day. <laughs> Lord. We cannot do football. Yeah. Um, so. Think about what you're wearing, mm -hmm. and it, not just for what is comfortable, but also for what you can put back on. If you're wearing a t-shirt, it doesn't matter if you're having knee surgery. If you're wearing a t-shirt, make it a big one. Yeah. Don't make it tight. It's just easier to get on and off, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, if you are an anxious person or your caregiver is an anxious person... We're going to be early. <laughs> be early. Yeah. Early is on time. On time is late. Uh, it does. I mean, and think about that in terms of. Um, but that's that's harder for a lot of surgeries because they're like, yeah, you got to be there at five a.m. and it's hard to be early when when that happens. Yeah, well, I would say, but it's almost like I was going to say consider traffic and things like that because mm -hmm. I actually being like getting to Ann Arbor at five a.m. is a lot easier than getting there at eight a.m. <laughs> because right. of traffic. And in some places like Mayo, <laughs> the surgeries at Mayo and stuff, it's great. We just hop in the town car and they take us right there and yeah. it's the best place ever to do surgery by the way. mayo clinic well done well done and also i'll give them a shout out for day of caffeine pills yes so great for coffee drinkers people who are used to caffeine they give you the pill and so you don't wake up so you with don't a wake headache up with from a caffeine that. headache yeah. yes uh yes that's where u of m you can get on board with that anytime we'd love it all right. Next one. Uh, this is big for everybody involved. Know that you will likely be waiting for hours. You might get bumped three times because they have more important surgeries. Yeah. They're more important. That's got to be okay, right? And, and that's and happened even to us just, a lot. Even just the process of kind of, they want you there so that they can take their time getting things, you know, each kind of part of it. Getting you registered. Getting you back Getting somebody to put the IV in, getting mm -hmm. the anesthesia, yeah. that you know, there, everybody, all of it, it's it takes time. Just know you might be waiting for a long time. Well, when, we're, you, when we wait in a restaurant, we're like, what the heck is going on back there? What are yeah. they? Are they taking a break or what, what? You know, we our, our brain goes. That's not happening in a surgery room. Right. That surgery room is booked all day long, especially at the bigger hospitals. It is nonstop booked. If you get bumped. You There's got bumped for a reason. Yeah. That means it was a life or death situation that wasn't important as yours. Hopefully yours wasn't a life or death. I felt bad about saying that now that I said it out loud. Um, but um, you do have to remember that even though it is frustrating. And you know what? It's frustrating because you were scheduled for your 10 o'clock surgery. You haven't eaten for 24 hours and now you have your surgery at 3. That is yeah. really hard and you are going to be right. angry. Yeah. I will say kind of maybe this is jumping back to... If you have any say, I would always opt for a morning surgery. Like, I always, Absolutely. if you have any say, you be don't. the first surgery. <laughs> you don't. 
So, um, another thing though, the day of that your person that's with you can do is pick up your meds, like your pain meds at the hospital pharmacy. That saves it's so, so you much don't have to nicer. stop on the way home or they don't have to go back out. Yes. They don't, you know, do they have your insurance? I don't know if they're family or not. All of that. Yeah, that's salt. been great. And again, that's something that is easier to do at the bigger hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's so much easier. It mm-hmm. just runs a lot better. Um, and then think about the drive. If you're not staying overnight, which not, it, you just, it's not as likely that you're going to be staying overnight anymore. Um, especially if it's not a 15 minute drive for you, right? If it's longer, right? Think about the drive home. What do you need that will make things crackers crack? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, bar bag. Yeah. I've thrown yeah. up many times on the way. You can home. leave the hospital feeling really good actually. And, yeah. and then just the motion of the car and everything can get to you a bottle of water, some crackers, a barf bag can go a long way to yeah getting you home because we don't also want to stop at a rest stop and throw up it's better just to to get it out it's anesthesia puking anyway you got a little bit of crackers that they made you eat at the hospital yeah and that's all that's coming up yeah yeah okay (laughs) lovely (laughs) yeah all these there but they're real and they help and if you have that barf bag you are gonna thank us yes you're gonna be like what a great idea (laughs) it didn't go on the floorboard (laughs) yes Right. I feel like that's a bit of a. <laughs> are you? <laughs> the last time I puked it, yeah. on. I did throw up on the floorboard. Sorry. It was her car, though. It was my car. It's it, it's recovered. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, so you made it through game day. You get back home. You've made all of these preparations. You got your chair, your couch. It's all set, and you got stuff ready to go. Okay, what do you got from now? Well. Especially if you are Larry Joes, you then take, you have somebody take your phone away so that they cannot be on social media commenting on everything under the sun. Oh man, those drugs are good. (laughs) And they just make you feel good. I'm so, I'm happy. And oh God. So just know that. um, It's hilarious what I do. Like, I look back at all of my surgeries and social media, the equivalent of that. You know, you get those reminders. Oh, my Lord. I'm sorry, people. Yeah. Somebody should take my phone. Yeah. Um, immediately when we get home, we make a schedule for pain meds. And I cannot tell you enough as a therapist, but also as a professional patient, stay up on your pain meds. And that can be Advil and Tylenol, that I'm not pushing the bigger drugs. I'm just saying stay on them. Even if you feel good, she said. Even saying. if you feel good. Yep. And make a schedule. So we've done it multiple ways. Whatever works for you, you can set alarms on your phone. And I don't know if you know this, but you can literally label what that alarm is for. So it could say Advil and then Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Um but, but I like the you. We usually do a checklist. We do a checklist with dates and times. Yeah, because again, it's it's you know when all you're doing is sleeping and you kind of go, did I take that? I don't know if I took that. I don't even did know if that's eight a.m. or p.m. Right, exactly. Yeah, you can so be in a stupor. Just you know, just a piece of paper and a checklist works really well. But mm-hmm. and that's even for if it's not you responsible that as a patient, somebody else doing it for you. 
Your yeah. life gets crazy too. Did I or not? Yeah, and, did we? Yeah. yeah. And it's helpful for everybody. It's helpful for when people do, like if I'm home alone recovering, but then somebody comes over or you come home from work, mm-hmm. then it's just easy to check that off and know, you know. Maybe maybe they've asked you to track other things like temperature, blood pressure, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something specific about that. So that can go on that list too, based on the time and the meds and what you mm-hmm. took. And boy, that would be really helpful if something goes wrong that the doctors have that information. Yeah, and and if thing if something does go wrong, it is really nice to be able to say, oh, I took this at two o'clock, and so I I'm took saying. that at yeah. yeah, right. So, um, I think I think it's is kind of it cycles a little bit. So a lot of times people get home and feel great, and then they then they start to hurt a little bit, you know. Sure. So just understand that. Um, one, the pain meds will help, but it is, it, <laughs> I mean, you're still coming off of like really good meds from yeah. surgery. So yep. it is going, it's likely that it's going to get more painful, you know, um, coming off of it. So that's why you stay up on your meds yes. on eating the Tylenol um, motor. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then don't push it, but, but move if you can, you know, mm-hmm. the more you move, the better your body works, the better you, you know, you're going to feel yeah. just, um, again, we talked a little bit about like constipation, pain meds can make you very constipated. The more you're walking, um, again, hydrating, again. hydrating fluids are definitely your friend for that. In the beginning, you know, if you're, you are going to go for a walk or something, do it with somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the beginning there, mm-hmm. and this all depends on what type of surgery we have to be mm-hmm. vague on this, but yeah. Well, and again, I mean, I also have many times like people, you know, like not gone outside even, but even, or just, I walk in place. (laughs) I literally Mm -hmm. just walk in place, like just moving my feet, you know? Um, So there, there is ways to kind of just get some movement in without doing anything really crazy. So I think um, those are our big. Those are big. This will make your experience with surgery better. Doesn't make it good. You're still going under the knife, but um, you you do a lot of these things here, and it's gonna feel like it's fairly organized, and that you've you have things thought of in the ahead of time, which is just gonna make the days post surgery much better. Yeah. Yep. Well, hopefully it helps. Yeah, I hope it helps too. Now I think I need to count up all the surgeries. And I think you should too. Come back with a you number. No chance you can remember all of them. <laughs> it's so funny when you get the paperwork and they're like list prior surgeries. I'm like, no way. <laughs> no, <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, we hope that was helpful. Yep. And we will talk to you soon. We'll see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here After all these years After all these tears I shed Hey everyone, I hope you love this episode of I'm Still Here and I wouldn't want you to miss out on what comes next. So be sure to rate, review, and follow this show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Especially if you found it helpful. We need all the shares, likes, stars, and love we can get. We'd also love to hear from you. Leave your comments and questions and we'll incorporate them into future episodes. Have a great day.